You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. It's your boy Smiles And we back for another episode Of the Music Impulse On this very special episode I got my brother My man My homie You know My, my fellow Ace Club Up, yes, up in this joint I got my man Dylan From Bet On Yourself Clothing In the building How you doing Josh My brother yeah, Shout some, out to them Ace Clubs Yeah yeah Shout out to them Ace Clubs uh, Yeah definitely wanted to Sit down and talk to you uh, On this On an episode uh, Because you know we, we went through a process, you know, to right. join a, a certain organization, you know, right. uh, recently. Uh, so we definitely got to know each other and got to uh, learn a little about each other. So I was like, you know what? I need to have this guy yes, sir. For, for an, on a, for an episode. Um, I appreciate it. It means a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, but before we got started, you were just telling me you just came from Baylor and they remind me of a, a funny story about the one and only time I've been to Baylor right. was Probably like my first year or two moving here, mm-hmm. and it was when Brittany Griner was still playing for Baylor. Okay, and so me not really knowing Dallas and all that, I was like, "Oh, I want to go see uh, Brittany Griner play." And you know they got the the Baylor district downtown. Right, 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 right. So I buy tickets to go see them in Oklahoma. Didn't even look up where Baylor was. I just assumed that Baylor was, was in Dallas. downtown. Was downtown Dallas. Right. <laughs> so the day of the game, because <laughs> I bought tickets for me and my friend's little brother to go, uh, just because he's you know, like he got all sisters. So I was like, yeah, you know, take take my little homie, um, go get out and see a basketball game or whatever. Right. But so day of the game, I go pick him up. I'm like, all right, let me look at this address. <laughs> An hour and I was like, minutes away. I was like, Waco, Texas. I've never <laughs> been there. An hour and a half away. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my friend. And um, her mom like You didn't look I was like I just assumed that Baylor was in Downtown Dallas They are like No Baylor just owns Yeah I would have thought The exact same thing Once I first moved to Dallas They they really separated uh, People aren't from Dallas If they're from Fort Worth They will let it be known Arlington is all separate So mm-hmm. I understand that Yeah yeah, so we end up probably making it to the game by like second second uh second quarter. <laughs> yeah, like second <laughs> half. Like, hey, we made it. At least we get to see something. <laughs> right. Because uh, I, de- I definitely learned from watching that game. Okay, I see why she was the best because it, it'd be like two, three girls on her. And it's like, all right, I'm going to throw it to my uh, my, my, my teammate. Open. Yeah, and all that. Brittany uh, Griner is actually from, uh, she's from Houston. She's like... From Aldine, which is about fifteen to twenty minutes uh, away from where I grew up at, so oh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, feel bad. She got everything going on. What she going through? But yeah, you know, she be hiding in. Oh yeah, definitely. Ho- hopefully for sure. Uh, speaking of also about sports, uh, let's go right there because you, you're a big sports guy. I right. see you uh, talking about playing basketball. Uh, what's the importance of basketball to you? Uh, so basketball is my first love as a sport. Well, I would lie. Uh, football was my first love, honestly, when I was around. <clears throat> four or five years old Football was the first sport That I played Until um, I kind of just Found 
a deeper love and appreciation, more determination to play basketball. It became way more fun for me. Uh, then once travel basketball started, we were going on trips with all my closest friends and stuff like that. Basketball just became, you know, my my sanctuary, my home, uh, somewhere I could, you know, something I could do to stay out of trouble just growing up. Uh, especially being from where I'm from in Houston, uh, it's a lot of things that could sway you to, you know, different environments. But if you have something like basketball that can keep you out of trouble, keep you around positive role models and positive influences, um, then, I mean, that helped me a lot. And then using basketball to give me a college scholarship to get my education paid for is probably one of the best decisions that I made. Um, although I don't currently play basketball anymore, um, the connections that I made and relationships that I made through basketball was, you know, very detrimental to me. And with me having a business now, me being a Instagram influencer, me doing a sports agency and stuff like that, those connections and those relationships that I've met, you know, since I was four or five years old starting playing basketball, uh, it's really helped me out, you know, in the long run. So I'm very appreciative for the sport of basketball. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, who's your team you like to watch? Uh, um, or, any, or is it like certain players? Or what? Honestly, a lot of people ask me this just because they know, like, I used to play basketball. But I've never really been like an actual just stick with one team type person. Okay. Not saying I bounce around supporting other teams, but I'm more of a just I want to see a good basketball game. Like, yeah. I would rather it don't matter if it's Houston. It don't matter if it's, you know, the Lakers, the Warriors. Like, as long as both teams are competing, it's actually a competitive game. And it's not, you know, they out there playing half speed. That's something that I live for. Um, mm -hmm. NBA is honestly not my first, like, watch of basketball. I would go college first. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they have a shorter season. But I like watching the college guys. They're a lot more hungrier. They actually have something to, you know, chase. They haven't got that million-dollar paycheck yet. So, yeah. well, with NIL, that's that's going to change soon. But um, college basketball just plays a lot harder to me, and it's a lot more entertaining. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, also, you know, again, you mentioned you're from Houston. What was it like growing up in, in, in Houston? What, what was it? Um, Houston is a very diverse city. It's a very big city. Um, a lot of people are actually moving there now just because of all of the opportunity, the food, the culture. Um, a lot of black people especially are starting to enjoy mm -hmm. Houston and nightlife and stuff like that. So Houston is a very vibrant place. Uh, you can get into a lot of things. It's a lot of opportunity for you, but um, it can also be, you know, uh, bad for you. Just having all those things around you, not being able to focus. You have to be able to channel, you know, who's good to be around you and who's not. Uh, my parents, both of my parents were in my life growing up throughout my entire life and still are today. Still married for over 25 years. So, you know, nice. I had a good family foundation growing up. So I would say I'm really just a product of my, you know, my, my upbringing, how I was raised to be. Always be compassionate, always be respectful, um, you know, handle your business and stand on your business. So... Um, I'm just a man of my word. I'm somebody who, you know, has been taught to to fear God, to always believe in God, to to know that without God, none of this would be possible. All the things that I have going on um, without him, you know, I wouldn't be here. So uh, growing up in Houston was pretty fun for me. I had a pretty good childhood. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, speaking of who you're saying, like who you are as a person, like if anybody just wanted to be like, all right, who was Dylan? Uh, what are some things you would say like to, to describe who, who Dylan uh -huh. is? I would say Dylan is a very versatile person. Uh, I'm somebody, when you put me in any type of room, I can be with my family members, all the black people in the world, you can go put me in. You know, I go to a non-traditional school, the University of Texas at Dallas, to where we're only 5% black. Uh, we're dealing with Indian people, Asian people, so I know how to adapt to, you know, certain environments. 
Uh, I'm not judgmental. I'm very caring. Uh, I'm the type of person that'll give you, you know, the shirt off my back until you cross me, though. Uh, I'm a very, you know, kind of cutthroat person when it comes to that because I, I put my trust in a lot of people. And I trust hard and I love hard, so I'm a very compassionate person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. So uh, I get emotional if people follow me on Instagram. They see I'll post a picture about a de- deceased family member. Just, you know, share some of my past experience just in life because, you know, I, I cherish the good and the bad. So, um, I'm one of those who just always looks forward to the future. I always look forward to, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm, I know I'm going to be big in life, so I'm just kind of waiting on my time. It's kind of who I am right now, though. Just oh, focusing yeah. on me, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of focusing on yourself, you recently just took, like, a, a Instagram uh, yep. break and all that. Uh, kind of speak on, I guess, the reason why you took a break and also just the importance of why you need to, you know, take, like, those social media breaks, mental health breaks and things like that, at least for you or, or just people in general. Okay. Uh, I feel like, especially with the way the world works, social media kind of runs the world. So it's natural. It's a natural reaction for a kid my age. You know, first thing they do when they wake up is to open their phone, unlock it, check their messages, check their Instagram. Like, and I'm a victim of it. I mean, when you're in that, uh, me being an influencer, content creator, you know, doing different types of content, you just want to look on Instagram. Okay, what do I need to give to my followers today? What do I need to give? And honestly, it'll really drive you crazy. Like after a while. Um, over a course of a month Like in the summer I just sat back And I'm just like Dang like You know I feel like I'm kind of Trapped in this Social media world Like I'm always waking up Just worried about You know What the timeline Is talking about I haven't even Gave my time To myself this summer You know I haven't You know Spent any time With myself Evaluate myself How can I You know Better myself For the school year And stuff like that So mm-hmm. uh, It was really important For me just to take About two to four weeks Off from you know Content creating Making reels And stuff like that I would still do something You know Small if I could But actually plan planning out, you know, content days and stuff like that. That's something that I really needed a break from. Um, and it, it just helped me kind of see my vision clear, honestly, kind of pinpoint what actually I need to do, kind of replan the plan that I already had um, to, you know, give better content, to, you know, focus on school more, get my grades right, because I am the president also of my chapter of Alpha Fraternity Incorporated on my campus. So after being an example uh, in the classroom as well, I have to handle that business on campus too. So that just kind of gave me extra time and extra room to kind of focus on the other things that I've been, you know, focusing on. Oh yeah, definitely. I've definitely learned it. It's important to take those breaks, especially from social media. Even it's like you may see me, but you ain't really seen me. Like yeah. you I'm, really I'm see me all the time. You, yeah. I'm only showing you what I want you to know. Like yeah. you think you seeing me, you think I'm outside, but I'm not even outside. For real. I'm <laughs> handling my business, especially if you stack them reels and uh, all that up. Because I know, at least for me, uh, I personally like your uh, mm-hmm. your little like qu- like not, not quotes, but like when you just the like, motivation, yeah, the motivation, inspiration, yeah. 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 And I, I don't honestly, I don't know where I got that from. I think just me being you know that caring and compassionate person, I've always had a drive to just. Inspiring other people Um, A lot of people say I have a leadering spirit So you know That means a lot to me Just knowing that I can You know Grab people's attention And make them want to Follow my lead Mm -hmm. Um, And me just being a motivator And an inspiration of people Makes me feel better Knowing that you know I could be somebody who um, inspired somebody's dream Made them want to You know Get their act together And lock in And get some money Or start a business Or something like that So that's the things That I live for Honestly In a generation Where my You know My age a lot of people worry about a lot of different things, and I'm just trying to value, you know, what's really important in this life. So I feel like each one teach one, and I can help. If I can help as many people as I can, that's what I'm going to do. 
Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Because again, meeting you is like because we have like a 13, 14 year yep. like age difference. It's like because of course you know being my age at first I was like oh these young kids, but it's like yeah. after meeting you, it was like oh no, like he, he really is a, cool, like yeah. he really is a leader. Like uh, like of course like you young, know, you want to have fun, but like right. I've seen those moments where you like hey y'all, all right, we need to snap, let, let's, yeah. let's lock in, like we need to be focused. It was like it was like hey, all right, games is over. <laughs> so I was like okay, this dude was like you know what came like the studying and being on it. Like you like hey, right. I'm. I'm busy. I'm super. I'm doing this. I'm working. Blah blah blah. I got clothing line and all that. But but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like, still show up and I'm gonna know my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> if, I, if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna get it done. You know, yes. regardless of what all I have going on. Uh, like I said, I'm a man of my word earlier, and uh, really, if I you know if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do my best to you know. If I can't do it, it's because I'm physically or mentally like incapable. You know, regardless of how busy I am, I'm gonna always find time. And that's definitely what I I, I loved about uh, getting to know you. I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> he said I may not actually show up in person, but when it's time to right. when, when I do show business, you nah. said have this ready or know this. All right, I'm gonna have it. <laughs> I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one of the things I, I definitely respect and, and, and like Thanks. about Appreciate like about that. you. Um, uh, also, again, speaking about family being important to you, uh, speaking about, I guess, the importance of not only your mom, but specifically, like, your dad, because I know, like, mm-hmm. during the process, like, you know, you said your dad yeah. had, like, surgery and things like that, right. so I guess, like, what, what's the importance of just family in general to you, and especially, like, your dad? Uh, family means everything. I actually have it tatted on me right here, family over everything, so mm-hmm. uh, that's something that, you know, without my family, I really wouldn't be, you know, here. My mom was always one to stress my academic success. She always pushed me in the class. Classroom. My dad was more of the athletic slash discipline type person, making sure I wasn't acting out. Uh, my dad is a senior police officer at uh, Houston Police Department. Uh, he's been there for over 25 years as well. Um, so he's a seasoned veteran. He's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. He's ex-military. Um, he's just a real guy. You know, he's going to tell you what it is, uh, regardless, you know, right or wrong, weak or strong. That's something that we stand for. So um, he was just always in my corner as a kid and when I was going through the process of becoming, you know, a member of my great fraternity, um, it was very shocking to our family that he had open heart surgery, which is kind of all of a sudden he just went for a routine checkup, uh, said he had some blocked arteries and stuff like that, ended up having to have emergency bypass surgery. So that was a big hit, you know, a big, big shock to our family. Uh, honestly, I didn't know kind of how to take it when it first happened, uh, especially with everything that we had going on, you know. Yeah. It was kind of just a lot, you know, I was worried, you know, can I finish this? Like, am I going to be focused enough and stuff like that? But... Um, I always kept in the back of my mind and my dad knew what I was going through at that time and he knew that it would affect me, you know, mentally. So he just always told me, you know, son, I'm all right. Like I made it through the surgery. You know, mom can take care of me until, you know, you're done mm-hmm. and you can come back and see me. But, you know, finish up, you know, so that was something that, that rung through my head the entire, you know, last, you know, last two, you know, them stages and stuff like that. So it was a very. Yeah, cause I remember literally like the day after you, like that night or whatever, the day yeah. that it happened, you were just like. Tomorrow I'm going back to Houston Yeah it was just like I had it in my mind Like We officially done All right, I'm back to go see my dad I had to do it You know He's been my best friend Honestly my protector My provider Since you know Since I came through the wound You know It was never a time That he wasn't there for me So when you know Tables turn As he gets older You know It may be some situations To where I have to be there for him So as I get older I, I learn that I understand that And I appreciate it Honestly because You know It also teaches me that What he taught me growing up is not going to waste you know I know how to handle the family when something goes wrong I know how to take care of responsibilities and just be there for them so my dad and my mom mean a lot to me though for sure oh yeah that's definitely what's up um also um Tim I guess 
because you know you have your own business before we really get into like the, the beginning stage of how you created and why and all that um you know at least last year uh, during the process you know you got to be in some some rooms with some some oh, heavyweights yeah. you know thank, that thanks good. to that i guess um when it comes to like you and your business how did he do that is it like hey i'm gonna put you in these rooms and it's up to you to do it or is it like right. like how did he go about doing that um so my dad like i said he's a, a senior police officer so when he's been working at hbd for so long that when shaq was on the lakers he was still hbd so shaq would throw parties around houston and my dad would be hired to you know work just for police presence and stuff like that and after a while, Shaq uh, ended up meeting my dad. They ended up conversating and stuff like that. So they became cool. And ever since then, every time Shaq came back to Houston, you know, he always made it, you know, a point to hire my dad, make sure he wanted him rolling around with him, picking up his kids, taking them to the airport and stuff like that. So we just became a very close-knit type type family. Um, and now Shaquille O'Neal is basically, you know, my uncle. <clears throat> I can call his kids right now and just chop it up with them. You know, I check on them regularly, make sure they're all good. All of them are in school. So, um, but – you know, that is a blessing having that as a connection. Last year, I was blessed to go to Super Bowl and All-Star Weekend. Uh, just honestly being a personal security detail team for Shaquille O'Neal. So Shaq had different events going on in, uh, at Super Bowl. Uh, let's see, who did all I meet? Did I? Mm, Freddie Taylor mm-hmm. from I Am Athlete. Tommy yeah. from Power, the white boy from Power. Yeah. Um, Channing Crowder. Uh, I got to see Lil Wayne perform live. Um the white actor from Jackass I can't remember his name yeah. uh, Funny dude Very funny comedian like dude So that was a very fun trip uh, Just getting to Actually I went to a private party too And I met Jeff Bezos I couldn't get a picture with him But cause, yeah. you know, it was a lot of You know A-list celebrities in there yeah. pictures, But <laughs> yeah. I will say uh, Jeff Bezos I got to see Sierra Russell Wilson uh, The Migos Drewski um, He's a very funny guy Some Mark Phillips um, Instagram comedian as well uh, yeah. That was in our hotel So yeah He's actually from Austin, Texas So we got to chop it up a little bit so he's pretty cool uh all-star weekend was honestly probably my most uh, memorable experience because um i'm more you know of course tuned in with basketball and Shaq is too so we got yeah. to go to more you know high quality events and stuff like that so we were at the pepsi events with jason tatum drewski um ronnie 2k i got to meet him g herbo at the game fat joe meek mill yeah uh little baby Lil wayne gunner i'm looking at all of them you know just sitting courtside and stuff like that that was just a very eye-opening experience and with me having a business me being in that room is honestly the initial when i get there it's kind of like dang okay like, it's a lot different when you're just meeting a celebrity just to take a picture with them. But when you actually want to pitch a brand to them and, you know, hopefully get them to believe in you and maybe shop with you in the future. Yeah. Um, it's like a little script that you have to have. You know, you got to have your elevator pitch. You can't be talking nervous. You have to speak with your chest. So I would say the first time I met Drewski and J. Cole at the concert in Dallas, um, I kind of I wouldn't say I fumbled the. um the 21 Savage bag But I was kind of That was my first interaction With like a real A-list celebrity So I was kind of You know nervous and hesitant When I was speaking to him But yeah. as the night went on After I met Dres- uh, Drewski and J. Cole You know I opened up a lot more They actually you know Had conversations with me For about two to five minutes Just talking about my brand Getting to know me And stuff like that So that's, that's just you know Ever ever since Every time I meet a different celebrity I kind of grow In the way that I talk to them as well It's a lot easier for me now To interact with them So that's been a great blessing for me um, Fat Joe 
has actually done a lot of promo stuff for me on Instagram, even after the fact that I met him. So, oh, that's uh, what's up. Yeah, that was real. Fat Joe, Jada Kiss, they still show a lot of love. Um, so yeah, I've, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm pretty blessed. Um, it's amazing just being a kid of my age, you know, meeting all these people. I've been dealing with it since I was a kid. A lot of people, oh my gosh, Shaq is your uncle. Woo, woo, woo. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for it all. You know, and like I said at the beginning, without God, it wouldn't be anything. So God wouldn't put me around these people for nothing. So I know I'm gonna use these connections to the best of my ability and make something out of my life. So. I'm straight out of Houston, the realest we lead. He spent 30 in truth just to see SNT. Shout out to my steppers, they really get busy. High percent from three, bitch, I really be missing. We cannot do all that talking and dissing. I'm really a big shark, these niggas be fishing. She check his ass like we play for the pistons. I jump in that water and finish the mission. Yeah, I got some shit on my sleeve. We just hit a play at Chase, shout out the team. Me and Lee dominate, Shaq and Kareem. Bro, pour up a A, he get full of the lean. Don't trust what you hear, cause it ain't what it seem. A myriad of jeans, these rackets on me. Put that shit on with some hard ass McQueen's. We living like that. I signed me a 10 day. I protect the rim, call me the Kimbe. These niggas, my sons, they call me a sensei. We gon' stack it up back in the long way. Niggas hate, but fuck them, what they gon' say. In the stew, all my rats hard in one take. Bet on yourself, drip is coming real soon. Only rockin' black on in 2022. Only bands up and go get a shirt or two. We don't get on Twitter, be what you wanna do. Only looking to make money moves. And do the most players, just keep it cool. When I'm 21, gotta give me a tool. I can't let niggas try me like I'm a fool. I be outside, but stay on my P's and Q's. I can't fake it with niggas. I know these dudes, I can give you the game if you want it too It's not overnight, you gotta see it through Know some niggas bang ready, some bangin' blue Never wanted that life, I'm just staying true Keep my head up above water, I'm trying to Myself, watch how I move, got a lot to lose
It's BA, Black IRS, a.k.a. Black Wall Street in the building. Yo, it's J-Mo. Let me book the territory's residential white guy. Yeah, our Caucasian correspondent. This is E-Ray, the quasi-bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, Peen Malenko, uh, you know, of course, the American cream, Brody Loads. And I am your pod guy, your pod tribal chief, the boy A-Dub in the building. And this is Let Me Book the Territory, the greatest four-man wrestling podcast known to mankind. Absolutely. And you can catch us now on Inaudible Ruckus Presents. And we'll be here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're ready for it, to sweep me when you see me and let the madness run wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the best it, part about it. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, you don't have to answer or not for the folks, but uh, after you went through the process, did Shaq say anything to you? Like, hey, you know, <laughs> you, you joined the wrong one? <laughs> like, or something like that? Uh, nah, not really. He joked around about it, you know, but he honestly told me, like, I'm proud of you. Um, that'll be the best decision that, you know, you ever make in your life. Because I kind of told him that I was interested in it beforehand. Like, honestly, just, you know, just run the bomb because I knew he had a fraternity background. You know, yeah. he just told me to research every org and stuff like that. Basically, the same thing what they should tell you yeah. and stuff like that so but after the fact he was very congratulative um he was very happy for me you know text my dad told me to uh tell me congratulations and stuff so, like that so he hadn't made a um omega sci-fi joke yet but i'm already waiting on it <laughs> right we'll just be chilling in the hotel and he'll just start hopping i'm like bro sit down nobody wants to see y'all <laughs> cool dude though very down to earth though Shaq is like a very big kid so if, if anybody has the opportunity to meet him you know if y'all see him out in public make sure y'all go speak great guy yeah, because I know I, I I had someone that I know because uh, I usually wear Lakers stuff because of mm-hmm. LeBron, and I had somebody I know that's uh, a Q. Actually, they're like, you know, those those colors look a little bit um, yeah. better. They, they, be trying, they be trying everything, man. I'm, I'm like, hey, hey, it's, it's only because of LeBron. Yeah, it's, it's only because of the Lakers. <laughs> relax, we're not wearing that because of that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, well, we know what it is at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, to go back to the the clothing line, betting yourself clothing and everything. Um, when, when was the first time you, you thought, like, hey, this is what I want to do or, like, business? I got a story for that, yeah. So um, there's some promoters in Dallas uh, that I kind of know just, you know, they in my age group kind of. They're a little bit older than me. But, you know, if I'm I'm in tune with my crowd. So they had these uh, Monday nights, you know, little kind of – it was kind of like a club basically on a Monday night at Harris House of Heroes Wings mm-hmm. downtown while it was still open. Um and honestly, I was just in there with a couple homeboys. You know, we having a good time, just chilling. And like a lot of people in there are already older, established with jobs and you know businesses and stuff like that. So um, we were in there. We couldn't really buy any drinks, couldn't buy anything. Like so, we just sitting in the corner, just watching everybody pop bottles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just tapped my homeboy and like you know, just seeing how they lived. I wouldn't say that I'm you know motivated by that lifestyle or mindset, but. Just having the financial freedom to, you know, do whatever you want, go out and have a good time with your friends on a Monday night, you know, mm-hmm. it just really kind of, you know, maybe I want to start my own business. And honestly, I was already getting tired of asking my parents for money. Um, I wouldn't say I asked them for money every week, but, you know, if I need it, you know, I will reach out and ask. But um, I would say I just looked at my homeboy, Cal, and we talk about it still to this day. Like, I just looked at him. I was like, man, like, we got to we got to get some money. Like, mm-hmm. we got to get rich. I don't know how we going to do it. 
but we got to get rich. And it's crazy because he said that night that he wanted his dream car was a Benz. Mm -hmm. And literally, like a month after, he just grinded like on his job, and he ended up getting his Benz. And then I told him that night, like you know, I'm thinking about starting a clothing brand. And after we got back, it was like one in the morning, two in the morning. I got on my laptop and designed like my first little bet on yourself design. Came up with the name and stuff like that. Yeah. Text my best friend in Houston. I was like, hey, like Jayla, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start this clothing line. Like she was like, you for real? And I was like, yeah. Like and then after that, you know, once I really put my mind to it, it was the best thing that I ever did. Oh yeah. So how long has it, has it been since you started? Um, we made a year on June 11th. So we okay. in our when we going on our second year. Um, we're in the process of our second year right now. All right. So uh, I guess what, doing this first year, I guess of just being a, a business owner and having a mm -hmm. client, what are some like the the growing pains and things you 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 learned about having a yeah. business when it comes to comes to that? Uh, I would say having a business. Uh, if you have a team, it's probably a lot more easy. But me being you know a one man band, of course. My parents help me out every once in a while. Initial investments, um, packaging, shipping and handling and stuff like that. They'll help me out if they can. But most of the time, I'm doing the day-to-day -day in and outs, going to the clothing stores, shipping the stuff off, folding it, dropping it off to get made and stuff like that. Drawing the designs, sending it to you know logo people, artwork people, making those connections and stuff like that. Um, the growing pains that come from it, um, I would say is I've learned to, you know, Mess with people who mess with you in the clothing game. You may reach out for advice and you may get, you know, just pushed to the side. I, you know, I don't really want to help you. They'll, they won't or tell you as much. You. Yeah, they won't tell you as much as really you need to know or whatever. They'll just bounce around it. So I would say when I was younger, because I was 19 at the time when I first started it, I was just eager to reach out to everybody thinking that they will help, you know, just because, oh, I'm a 19 year old entrepreneur. They will, mm -hmm. they want to see me win. Like, why not? But, you know, I learned pretty quick, like, you know, you can't trust everybody. You can't, you know, expect people to return that same love. So, just staying strong and staying solid within myself to, you know, hey, Dylan, like, you started this for a reason. You're going to keep going, so you're going to keep pushing. Um, I've also had a problem. I'm a very – I wouldn't say I'm impatient, but, you know, when it comes to my business, when it comes to my brand, I want things, you know, up to a timely matter. I want things on time. I don't want people waiting, you know, months and months for, you know, clothes and stuff like that. So yeah. I've had vendor delays, you know, with, with just people going on vacation, and I can't mm -hmm. do anything about it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. they can't make the clothes because they're not at work. So it's just, you know, having to train your mind to, you know, deal and control what you can control, um, you know, as long as you're working hard, as long as you're staying true to yourself, staying true to the – you know the motto of this brand and doing right buying it doing right by your customers and everything will take care of itself so uh, this first year has been very you know good for me i've had some growing pains but honestly it's been more up than down uh this year so i'm very appreciative for my brand that's what's up what's up uh anything you, you're looking forward to with this second year of either like doing or creating or mm -hmm. things like that <clears throat> or events you plan to go to or whatever yeah i'm actually in the process um right now of planning my second fall collection um, again last year around this time was my first fall collection drop so and I started right after the summer last year so the fall collection was a big 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 drop for me last year so I know it will be for this year too and also uh, last year in December I did hoodies for homeless in Houston where um, I had people sponsor hoodies basically for a $30 hoodie um, it will sponsor a, a homeless person uh, hoodie so uh, after I got enough sponsors um, we sponsored 90 hoodies we went out to downtown Houston, a popular homeless area, and just had a trunk full 
like of just boxes full of hoodies that we had had made and we gave them all out so we ended up making ABC 13 in Houston um, that was a very big milestone for me just That's being able up. being able to help people in my community you know what we stand for uh, you know service of all mm-hmm. <laughs> all that so it's like I, I know how important it is to take care of my community I really want to you know give back I've always been one of those people my parents always instilled that in me so this year we will be doing hoodies for homeless again and I'm expanding it to not only Houston but the Dallas area as well uh-huh. so definitely let me know about that yeah I got you I got you uh, I'm not sure if I want to do Thanksgiving and Christmas one one and one but or just you know same time closer together but once I had those details I for sure let you know but I'm most definitely looking for hoodies home hoodies for homeless part two Okay, that's what's up. See, and, and again, like that—that's like the, the things that, like, yeah. I'm like, damn, this dude is like a young dude, like out here thinking about stuff like that. Like, right. I'm gonna help out the homeless. I'm gonna do stuff for, with my business. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I may be like a struggling costume just to be real, you know? I, <laughs> like, not like, fact. I actually wanna. Not- um, I've been thinking my my district, uh, Humble ISD back in Houston, Texas. They have a lot of you know. Entrepreneurship type kids That you know Just come through that district We have a lot of kids That start clothing brands um, Do a whole bunch of stuff Just throughout high school Make music and stuff like that So um, I've been thinking also Of planning a scholarship fund For you know A student that's interested In majoring in maybe something Entrepreneurship or business related okay. um, That'll probably come Within the next Two to five years But that's just something That's on my mind right now uh, I really love just giving back Honestly If I can give back You know Helps propel somebody else's future And deter them from You know Making a wrong decision Being around the wrong crowd that's something that I stand for because it really just hurts me honestly to see some of the kids that I grew up with you know make those bad decisions end up in bad you know positions end up in jail end up passed away to see so um, I just want to steer as many kids uh, my motto is basically you know serve the youth protect the youth uh, inspire the youth so if we can reach the youth before they get to a point to where they have to deal with peer pressures and stuff like that I think we'll you know we have a better society mm-hmm. um that actually kind of remind me. Uh, I don't know if you like Jeezy or not, but oh, I love Jeezy. Uh, I'm on that new album right now. Yeah, because I, I I remember uh, I think it's the the King the Kings um, one that uh, mm-hmm. he he had a line of uh, t- telling his homie like, "Yo, uh, I wish I would have told your little brother not to gang bang." Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just like. Um, I would say our people like we will allow a lot of stuff to go by just because you know that's our friend like you know we don't want to seem like we coming off as that parent type friend we don't want to really get on nobody's nerves and honestly people are grown so it's like you can't force nobody to do anything Um, so that's one thing I've learned I mean I I tried to help everybody but honestly that'll be draining too Mm -hmm. so I mean just just trying to do what you can you know if anything if it's just a text hey bro stay focused like all my little bros that I know playing hooping you know rap or whatever in Houston uh, my cousins just text them every once in a while hey how you doing high school you know uh, make sure you stay focused you know keep the right people around you and stuff like that you know I stress the importance of that because I've seen so many people that I went to school with make that wrong move um, and you know change the to tra- the trajectory of their future forever you know with just mm-hmm. one bad move so I'm trying to steer as many people away from that as possible that's what's up that's what's up um, um, to kind of go back I guess um Kind of, all, I guess, all related because again, like I, you, you're definitely a, a young man that uh, inspires me. Uh, I guess, what are some like the important values in in your life that you kind of um, live by? I guess every every day or like just in in general in, in life. Um, I would say family is first always. Well, God, God is first. Family. Um, I'm big on respect. Not in a way of I'm walking around, you know, with my chest out tough and stuff like that. But, you know, I know that I have value. I know that I'm a good person. I know that, you know, I treat people right. So um, 
I take it, you know, kind of heavily when people, you know, may speak bad on my name or whatever or try to, you know, sway someone's opinion about me, which opinions are opinions and that's cool, but I'm going to, like, let you know, like, you know, don't speak on me if you don't have the facts to, you know, back up what you're saying or mm-hmm. don't speak on me out of envy or hate, you know, speak on me because I actually did something to you to make me, make you want to, you know, be mad at me. Don't do it to, you know, out of spite, basically. So I'm, I'm one that stands on respect. Um, I don't let anybody play with me um, So family respect uh, Love Compassion uh, I want everybody To get along Honestly the world I feel like the world Is going to You know A sour place right now Just with all the Violent crime going on I yeah. feel like My generation has really lost Like a You know A, a sense of life A value for life uh, It feels like everybody Just out here living To be honest But I just I'm just one of those people, you know, I want everybody to, you know, if you go into the store and you see somebody, y'all make eye contact, y'all can speak, like, y'all can, you know, maybe do a hug, nice to meet you, introduce yourself. I don't want the world to where you go out in public and you just staring at people and, you know, don't even get to know anybody. We all at parties, nobody talking to nobody no more, nobody want to interact, everybody yeah. just standing in the corner, so I'm all I'm all for just community, everybody, you know, getting along and stuff like that. I know it's conflict in life, but I feel like at the end of the day, God is above all, love is above all, and Everybody can be loved So I've, I just want the world To be a positive place I'm big on positivity uh, Manifestation And stuff like that So I just want Positive vibes around me And uh, the best people You know In my circle Oh yeah Definitely for sure um, Also I got uh, We'll kind of Start transitioning To like some more Fun stuff okay. mm-hmm. um, How would you say um, Since we've Gone through the process st- uh, What are some things That you've Learned about yourself Um <clears throat> Sometimes I'm very being, Me being an only child as well too um, I don't have any siblings So Well I have a sibling But not biologically But I call her my sister So Shout out to my sister Giovanna um, But after that you know, I learned about myself um, How to lean on other people um, how do you know Not take everything on yourself Me being the only child I was kind of stubborn Just feel like oh, I don't need nobody Like okay I can get through this All by myself But I quickly learned You know I'm gonna need the help Of some other people um, The people that I now Call my brothers um, And I was just One of the most Humbling experiences For me um, Me coming from school Being the top dog To me not meaning anything You know mm-hmm. Having you know re- Readjust to all that And stuff like that So uh, that was something that I learned Just, you know, staying humble throughout it all You know, never getting too high, never getting too low And just staying level-headed That's just something, that's that's probably the most thing that I took away from it Don't let, you know, I never believed in pressure anyway But, um, you know, just staying solid throughout it all Oh yeah, definitely for sure um, um, Oh, what was I going to say? Uh, to kind of get, yeah, again, more fun stuff to kind of relate it um, You know, Dub and X, so those are like your, your, yes, your big guys I've had them on the podcast before yep. they, they got a podcast called, you know, Two Cents You Call It uh, Podcast mm-hmm. uh, Shout out to Dub and X um, My advisor, sir. Yeah, yeah, shout out to those guys, you know um, uh, How they, how they've been, I guess, impactful for you in, in your life um, Since this whole process and, and everything uh, they've been very impactful with me being the only person in my chapter as well. Um, yeah, because I see them at like everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> X and Walt have been very uh, impactful, helping me set up meetings, helping me, you know, make sure I'm running my chapter right, making sure I'm doing community service, making sure I'm coming to their chapter meetings to see how a chapter meeting is uh, is led and stuff like that. So they've been very um, detrimental in my success as an alpha, uh, my growth in my leadership, uh, and just as a man, just having somebody that I can call on again. Um, Honestly, they're the most, you know, probably entertaining, you know, yeah. alumni bros that I've been around, at least kind of in the in 
you know, since I've joined, but they're very lively. They're very funny. They're very, just like on yeah. their podcast, they like to joke around and play all day. So it's kind of like I'm with the homies sometimes. Just, I mean, just chilling. They're just a lot older than me. So, but they've been very helpful. Uh, I appreciate them for everything. You know, I, I love them and, you know, I'm excited for what we're going to do for the chapter and, you know, their podcast. I'm very happy for them. So I wish nothing but the best for uh, X and Walt. Oh, oh yeah, those I like those guys. Uh, what are, what are some of the uh, fun, th- most fun things that have stood out to you that you, you you've done since since the process? Uh, I would say, let's see. After we crossed um, that first weekend after convention, yeah, in Tulsa, that was lit. Uh, we went to Oklahoma. We drove to Oklahoma State twice. The first night, no, the second night and the last night. So I, I killed my gas tank that that trip, but you know it was it was worth it with my my Dallas undergrad, bro. So that was yeah. cool. Um, let's see, the probate was you know of course that was fun, yeah. just being in front of the school and stuff like that. All my yeah. friends not knowing what was going on yeah. and then just popping out. Um, TGP Texas Greek Picnic in Houston in August was oh my god it was <laughs> it was a movie people from everywhere literally all 50 states uh AKAs from everywhere uh, all the frats all the sorority so it was a great time for the D9 uh, I had a lot of great memories just you know even just kickbacks with some AKAs from TW or kickbacks with you know my frat brothers at UNT and stuff like that George yeah. and Chris and them Josh JT yeah. TJ I was just with them two days ago I was just with Mook and Nick I had some you yesterday so um you know we spent a lot of time with each other so it, I, I have a lot of memories Memories that would probably stick out, but I could talk about it all day. But uh, TGP was probably my favorite, you know, Greek memory as of right now. Just being around everybody from all 50 states, just interacting, meeting so many different people, getting their Instagram and stuff like that, taking pictures and, you know, making lifelong friendships. So that was, that's that's the thing that I love about it. Hey, yeah, definitely. Because, uh, like, I was telling someone the other day, because I was like, yeah, it's like, um, my boss is an alpha. I was like, and he's in, in my chapter. I was like, and I got the job because of yep. being, being in the chapter. They're like, well, I was like, yeah, I was like, because Texas Greek Picnic Weekend, they had a career fair. Okay, okay. And, um, Calvin, that's in my chapter, you, you know, he, oh, yeah, he, run, yeah, yeah. he, he, he runs the, that whole Dallas thing. Greek Picnic, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. um, uh, he knew I was looking for a job, and he was like, no, come out like yeah, come come to, come come to the career fair. He was like, it's not just for undergrad; like anybody can come get a job. So, right. I went to the career fair, I'm you know, you. checked out some of the booths, and then now here I am. <laughs> I work for a, a, a frat brother. Yes, sir. That's uh, how it be uh, though. I uh, literally got an internship my first. I would say my first month or two within being being an alpha, just off word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew somebody. Well, my my dean knew somebody who was in sports agency. He knew I was interested. You know, he connected us. And I just told him basically what I was interested in. I told him I was a, you know, rising junior, just wanted to get some insight on how the business was and how I can prepare myself to be a licensed agent for when I graduate, because that's one of my biggest dreams. So uh, he was like, you know, Fred, I got you. Like, and it was just, that was just as simple as that. So just seeing that interaction and that connection being made so easily just off the strength of our seven founders and the mm-hmm. things that we stand for um, is something that I really appreciate. So oh, yeah. Most definitely. definitely beneficial. Facts. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, so, yeah, you, you are, uh, you got an internship. Um, where, where was that at? Um, Musgrove Agency. It's actually a, a sports agency here for uh, football and basketball representation, uh, NFL, NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, they are under Walter Musgrove. Okay. Um, he's the head guy. And then Jeff Ewing Jr., who's also um, from the Zeta Tall Chapter of Out 5 Fraternity Incorporated at Texas A&M Commerce. So okay. he crossed Fall 14. So that was a guy that I made contact with. Um, 
So they've been very, you know, helpful in just teaching me the insights of the sports agency business, how to recruit, how to uh, reach out to players and stuff like that, how to put together draft boards, how to, you know, see oh. see who's worth going after or, or who's not even to waste your time, how to check into people's background, draft stock, you know, all their measurements, vertical, all that stuff. Oh. So I've been learning a lot, um, and that's something that, you know, I'm really looking forward to. I'm also in the works of applying for another big internship that I hopefully that I get, but I don't really want to speak on that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, so it'll yeah. be for next summer. But you know, it's something that I really want to do, so I hopefully that I get that too, and it'll be sports related as well. Okay, well, definitely good luck with that yeah, for I sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, it's like because I, I remember uh, you posted about like, yeah, I got the internship, but then mm-hmm. like, I remember like one of your last posts was like, yo, I've been hired by them. <laughs> like, yeah, <fine>. I, was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, that's what's yeah, up. I'm like, my I'm man got, got got the job. Yeah, they put me over uh, nil representation, so I kind of focus on overseeing some of the college athletes that's in the local area. Just basically, more, it's more scouting talent right now just to see what all we want and uh, who all we can go after and what we can do for them so just trying to find the best possible people that fit our agency and what we stand for too so uh, I so, mess with Miss Grove so uh, how, how's that um, been like adding that to your already busy <laughs> schedule I guess uh just like you know, you got you got to deal with that because it's like internship, but it's also like a job. Mm-hmm. Then you got your business, you got school, you got fraternity life. I ain't gonna lie, it's it's very <laughs> tough. Like sometimes I just have to go in my room and just like you know close my eyes and just think like, all right, Dylan. No, you'll be alright Just you know Figure out a, a schedule Figure out a way to do it But um, I'll say I'm very Kind of organized too I have a whiteboard In my apartment That I kind of You know It has daily events You know Stuff for the week um, Spiritual stuff as well Just to keep me Give me that motivation Just something to look at Every single day So That's something that I pride myself on uh, Being very organized And just honestly Like I said earlier If I said I'm gonna do it Like if I accept An responsibility If I expect uh, If I accept a role A leadership position or something like that you know I, I feel obligated to to follow through with that so um I'm just a man of my word I'm very determined and honestly no matter what I have going on it's just you got to find a way to do it you know when you when you accept these things you've went through your schedule and said okay I can find time for it here mm-hmm. so it's like once you've established that you can find time for it you know you just have no choice but to do it so and I, I kind of like that about myself because it's kind of different. Like a lot of people can't, you know, do, you know, have all that on their plate and balance it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not bragging about it because honestly, there's nothing to brag about. You know, it's just a lot to do. You know, it get hard sometimes. But I'm somebody, you know, that prays too, and I take care of my mental health. I take breaks when when they're needed. You know, if I feel like I'm getting super overwhelmed, mm-hmm. I'll just take a day or two off. You know, just not do anything frat related. You know, business related, internship related. Just you know, focus on Dylan, getting Dylan back to you know ground zero. So he can function 100%, you know, to give everything that he can to these different organizations, mm-hmm. um, school leadership positions and stuff like that. So that's uh-huh. kind of how I keep it managed. So how do, uh, how would you say you um, decompress and like when you, those times where you can't really get like a full, full break? What, what do you like to do like to just decompress and just do it during uh, like your downtime? Just I go in my room, get in my bed, like, but I sit up in the bed. I don't really lay down. I just close my eyes and just put on some music or like just watch a show, like just do something to kind of bring my, you know, my stress level down and stuff like that. When the in between classes, when I only have 30, 45 minutes to rest, like I literally just go go lay down, Mm -hmm. not do anything for those 30 minutes. Cause if I'm doing something, then my mind is running. Like once I wake up, my mind is running 24 hours a day until I go to sleep. Like, so it's not, I don't really get too many breaks, but those little 30 to 45 minutes, you know, just sit. All right, Dylan, you all right. 
know and just talking to myself a little bit just giving myself that extra push because it's needed sometimes and it's some days i don't want to get up and do it you know just just being a normal person but you know i've accepted these things so it's something that i have to do you know i got to get it done all right uh speaking of listening to music what's some music that's in your your rotation right now that you're listening to uh jeezy Shout out to Jeezy Yeah uh, Lil Baby Lil Baby just dropped the album Yeah um, G Herbo I like the G Herbo uh, It was an artist from Dallas Who just recently passed away Not too long ago BFG Strap Okay I've heard of him Yeah BFG Strap And he's low key One of my favorite artists right now Like I've been jamming him Every single day So he's somebody that I like uh, I also got a homeboy uh, At UT Dallas uh, Named Cole He's my old teammate LAB Dub uh, Y'all got Apple Music And Spotify Y'all go listen to him uh, he's somebody that I've been, you know, picking up with because I've seen the progression of him as an artist. You know, I've been in the studio with him nights on nights, you know, mm-hmm. and I make music, too, kind of on the side as well. So just seeing how, how much he's grown as an artist, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, so I take a listen and, you know, I really bump his music, you know, like it's like his little baby, like his mm-hmm. little Dirk, like it's anybody. So but aside from those new albums that just came out. uh Really just all the basic rap stuff uh, Not a big young boy fan I ain't gonna lie I get a lot of criticism for that But I mean oh well Just not my taste of music Yeah them. I was like I, I tried it I was like Bang yeah. bang bang I don't, I don't be wanting to hear all that all the time So uh, I'm more of the little I was, like, I, I was like I get it I can see why he's like The most streamed YouTube right. artist And all that I was like And he's like Dropping something like every yeah, two weeks his every, fan every base month. is crazy Like they just go way too crazy for him But yeah. aside from the new drops uh, Meek Mill is one of my favorite artists So it was really dope that I got to meet him in person Cause you know I'm a, I'm a I like music with a story Like pain music and stuff like that So I feel like the music hits me a lot more When it's something like that So that's why I've cleaned to Meek more than anybody else to be honest Okay um, What about again being from the Houston area Any, any uh Houston, Houston rappers, rappers that you like, uh, which I was gonna tell you because uh, Europe is gonna drop this uh, next week because this week I'm dropping an episode with Killer uh, Calione. Okay, okay, you did yeah. one with him. Yeah, uh, I actually went to school with his daughter. Oh, that's what's that's up. crazy. I grew up with his daughter. Like I know her. Like, I could call her right now. Like that's my dog. Shout out Cam. Um, but yeah, bro, he's a, amazing. Like he's one of those people that from Houston that I listen to. You know, I wouldn't say I'll just turn on some Houston rap, but like well, if I'm in the mood for it. But I'm old school too. My dad raised me on Ghetto Boys. Shout out to Scarface, Bushwick, Bushwick Bill, Willie D. Yeah. Um, let me see who else from the H. Pimp C, Bun B. You know, uh, UGK stuff like that. Uh, Guapo, Lil Jeremy. These are some newer guys that are coming out of coming out of Houston. My homeboy Malik. Uh, I got to shout out all my homeboys that rap. I've seen the progression with him as well. Um, so those are just, you know, I, I listen to Houston rap, but not just, you know, super crazy. I'm not yeah. draped up, dripped out, just yeah. all 24-7. But, you know, I appreciate my city's culture. I, I appreciate the music. I understand it. You know, I cherish it. But it's just not, you know, something that I really listen to just every single day. But, you know, I mess with the culture, though. Yeah, because I've definitely, just living in Texas, I've grown mm-hmm. to appreciate it more. Because, yep. of course, yeah, being being from the Midwest, it's like, yeah, it's like I like the old school screwed up because I was telling him, like, yo, I used to think screwed up music and <laughs> like, Houston artists were from, like, the Cleveland area because it was big. Right. And which... He was actually telling me, he was like, oh, yeah, like that Akron Cleaver. He was like, we used to be down there tough. He was like, did you know that Kid Cudi used to produce? I was like, nah. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like, back in the day, he was like, uh, he was like I've had some stuff that, that uh, Kid Cudi produced when he, uh, I think he said, like, he was with the 
track stars, track. Uh, I oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was like, wow. He was like, yeah. He like, that's how long I've known Cuddy. He like, that's back. How I he was like, he like, man. He's like, I know um, NGK from back in the day. He's like, when NGK was in the streets, I was yeah. like, what? He was like, he, he was like, yeah. He's like, people don't know. It's like that little white boy. He like, he, he, he used to really be in the streets. He's like, he was like that though. Yeah. They're like, and he really rap. <laughs> I saw him at All Star too. That's a crazy thing. I seen him close up and personal. He like six foot seven. Like, he mm-hmm. pretty tall dude. Cool too though. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I've heard, and he was right. he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, those two dudes, I, I know them from like <laughs> the beginnings, like before, yeah. like people didn't really know. He was like, before this dude even became like a, a rock that's star. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so um, definitely, uh, if y'all haven't checked out the episode out yet, check out my Killer Callion episode that I just dropped. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, also, you, again, you said you, you also do a little music, do a little rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, how that start with with you? Uh, and is that like a a real passion? Are you trying to drop a project? Are you just doing it for fun? Like, um, so I actually made my first song when I was thirteen. I had an older cousin that made music at the time, so I just I always was playing around, saying I want to get on a song. So he actually brought me to the studio one day, or told my dad to bring me. <laughs> so we pull up. <clears throat> he had sent me the beat like a week earlier. I made my little rap, and he made me rap it for him before he like he let me pull up to the studio because mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure I was serious and stuff like that. So and you know I actually had some bars. It's Boy D Miles in the morning 13 You know that was the first line of it So yeah. I thought I was pretty live I had told all the girls I had made a rap song And all that <laughs> stuff like that But honestly after that first song I had kind of just stopped Like I never really did anything else with it Up until my senior year of high school That homeboy Malik that I was just telling you about That's my best friend Like um, on the guy side at least I have a girl best friend too But my homeboy that I've just been through everything with Since the 6th grade um, his dad is actually a member of the original Fifth War Boys. Okay. Uh, yeah, shout out Low Life, uh, Uncle Richard. Um, but so he always had music in his family background, but he didn't really mess with rapping either until just one day it just kind of clicked in his head that I guess music was something that he wanted to do. So we started going to the studio um, with just our little friend group and stuff like that. And it started off just being him. He made like two or three songs the first time that he went. So I'm like, man, I'm finna hop on. Like I'm just being, I'm just playing around. So we we uh, we go to his house. We pick a beat and stuff. We both write our verses. Then we schedule a studio session. We go back again and we make the first song that we made together. Like we was like, hey, like we sound kind of good. Like yeah, we go. sound kind of better than some of these people that we know. Like you know, we might be able to keep doing this. So uh, that was pretty cool. We had a stretch of probably like a month before we all started our freshman year of college to where we was going to the studio at least once a week. Like uh-huh. had to, you know. We we kind of got a catalog right now. I have at least fifty songs like that are just oh. unreleased with either me by myself, me and him, me and a couple other friends that we have. So I wouldn't say that it's a real passion that you know I want to make a career out of it. But I, you know, when I'm in the booth, it's something that I take. Seriously Like it's something That's fun to me And I feel like I'm talented enough At it to where I want to put out Something good You know I wouldn't put out Anything if I wasn't Taking it super serious But I actually have An EP out Out on Apple Music Spotify And YouTube uh, Called Rapping is a Hobby Oh wow uh, I didn't you, know that Yeah if you search up Rapping is a Hobby By D Miles uh, It's about a six song EP So And it's actually Some some tracks featuring My homeboy Malik That I'm talking about too uh, Shout out 46 Leak. Uh, or SOP leak But we got a little Like uh, we call our little group SOP X46 You know X bet on yourself All our yeah. little brands That we have yeah. So Malik doing the rapping um, 46 That's my best friend And her cousin uh, They got a clothing line Shoe business Food company All under that same 46 model mm-hmm. And then I got my Bet on yourself brand And stuff like that We got friends With other brands And stuff So we all push each other You know It's each one teach one You know We all just want to be Honestly We all just want to be rich Like Not really worry about fame Not really worry about People liking us Not really worry about Anything else But you know Providing for our families Being that person In the group That can you know Make something happen So 
Yeah, because I remember you had posted like a clip or something of you and stuff. Mm. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Dylan in the studio. I, in there. I was like, I, I oh, he had, I was like, he actually got some bars. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, look at Dylan. He actually uh, spitting some stuff. I'll be trying to go in there. I'll be trying to be serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I? Oh yeah. Okay. Baby. Uh, what would you say the project is called? Rapping is what? Rapping is a hobby. Rapping is a hobby. EP. Let me see if I can find. Yeah. It should be under just D Miles. I'm looking on title. I don't know if it's on title or not. Let me check. No, uh, it might not be on title. I think uh, it's just Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to mix it. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Yep. Found it. Got it. Yep. Yeah, I dropped that. Um, it's been a minute. I ain't gonna lie. I might have dropped that in like April, May, close to the summertime. But oh uh, yeah, so yeah, storytelling, track hawk, my yeah, life. Story on yourself. Yeah, storytelling, my favorite song on there. That's still my favorite song of all time that I've ever made. Okay, um, check this out. Oh yeah, broken heart. You got the single mm-hmm. and everything. Okay. Yep. If you ever got your heart broke, that's a song for you on there too. Broken hearted. Oh yeah. So letters to Dre. Yep. Long live my cousin Dre. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Okay, yes, oh, yeah. sir. Yeah, folks, definitely check out this uh, rapping as a hobby EP for my man D Miles. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, what else is gonna ask you? Uh, yes, we did this live on the air. I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I was like, I was like let, let me find this because I know I will forget afterwards. I'm not, nah, it's all good. <laughs> I'll send it to you too, so we can do some little promo afterwards. I, I oh, send yes, it uh, oh yeah, oh so yeah, we can probably add one of the uh, one of the songs um, into this episode. Fact, okay, bet. Um, yeah, just send me whichever one you, you think you want to uh, send me. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely add, add it into the okay, episode. Then. I got you. Um, what else did I have on here that I wanted to ask you? Uh, the rapping, uh, music, listening, values, on the line. Um, Oh yeah, some more uh, just fun stuff. Um, again, going to like you music. Um, what's a, a song that just reminds you of home? Like you, you when you hear that, you like, like that, that's home. Mm, a song that reminds me of home. Let's see. When I go to Houston, what am I about to play? Going to Houston. I don't like. Houston is a place of Houston honestly just gives me more of a feeling. So like when I'm in Houston, I'm more of upbeat, like tempo. I'm turn, trying to get to it, getting to the money, like in that mode. So I'm gonna go little baby, like because when me and my homeboys riding around in the H, like we bumping baby, uh, we bumping upbeat. You know, we trying to get turned, little Jeremy. Uh, you know, driving. I wouldn't say driving fast, but you know, just you know, living life. Like yeah. when I'm in Houston, I'm always living life to the fullest. You know, that's my birthplace. So I've always had a. I've always never. I've never not had a good time in Houston in my city. So it's always something to do So I would say When I'm in the H um, But if I can give you a song I would say Ooh I'm gonna do Jaded by Drake I'm gonna switch it up Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do Jaded by Drake Cause okay. I got I be having mixed emotions With home too sometimes <laughs> Like cause it's a lot going on In the city so Sometimes you know I don't wanna be there Cause you know All the stuff that's going on But I be I be jaded to it sometimes Oh yeah I definitely know that Me and my homies Talk about that uh, yeah. All the time Cause I've, I just went back home To um mm-hmm. Ohio back in February um, for my mom's birthday. Okay, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. good to be home, but it's like uh, I was telling my homies, I was like, yeah, it's like one of the days when I was driving, I was just like looking around, I was like, I'm tired. This, of this, this. Like <sighs> this city is like 
depressing to yeah, me. Facts. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a mood. You'd be like, yeah. dang, like, I don't even really want to be here no more. But yeah, it's, a, it's like, yeah, good to see the family and all facts, that. And, you facts. know, that's it's always the only, good. you know, seeing my family and friends is the only reason I really like, you know, going back home. Like, that's the main reason. Of course, it's always something to do. But I mean, when it's always something to do, it's always more danger, too. So, you know, I try to stay out of the way as much as I can, just stay around my close friends. So if we, if I'm just chilling with my close friends and my family, like, I'm good. I don't really have to see anybody else for the whole time that I'm in town. I'll be there for 72 hours and just head right back to school. So. Yeah, like my homie, uh, Lo, shout out to uh, Lo from the Audible Records Podcast. You know, you can check Music Impulse on IR Presents on the Audible Records bro- uh, broadcast stream um, every week. Um, I remember him just saying, like, going back home to Detroit, because he actually lives in Houston. He, okay. was, he was like, yeah, bro, even going back home to Detroit now, I was like, He's like, I just stay out on the outskirts of Detroit <laughs> yeah, now. Facts. You don't even want to go nowhere close yeah. to the inner city. Like, yeah, he was like, man, he's like, I'm married with a with a child now. I'm yeah. like, he was like, I can't. Af-. He's like, now me going by myself. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll go by my myself. Like, go, go be on the block or whatever. Go see the see the home. Can't afford nobody. He's like, else. but I can't afford like yeah. the, having my, my wife and my kid in the, those type of areas. Right. You can't afford nobody else. Like, you can't put your life in somebody else. You know, hands. Like, I don't want to ever put myself in a position to where somebody could be having a bad day and end up ending. My my life or you know any people's lives that I'm around so you know and I treat everybody with respect I don't got problems with nobody I'm not beefing with nobody like so I'm not I don't ever really be too worried about that but there is envy there is hate you know people will rob you like just for you know what you got they see you successful so I'm very open minded to that you know I've seen a lot I've been around a lot and I've heard a lot so you know I'm just very cautious of all that and I move very smart too so we be pretty safe oh yeah definitely um so uh what are some artists that when you trying to get I guess maybe like you're studying or you just focus like okay. uh, who you probably, you. I'm going uh, R&B when I'm studying or gospel music okay. just to calm my mind down slow everything down because like I said when we listen to the baby like we up temp we up tempo boom 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 but if it's time for me to you know slow down and do some work I'm gonna listen to some gospel music or some uh, R&B old school and new school uh, I like Summer Walker Kalani Tusi um, old school wise Joe. I, I want to say R. Kelly, please don't cancel me. But yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, as a music, you know, he made he made some solid music. Yeah. Uh, who else? R and B wise, I know a lot of old R and B, Keith Sweat, stuff okay. like that. You know, Can We Talk, Tevin Campbell, yeah. all that, all the old school hits. Um, new school R and B artist. I was gonna say, if you're a Babyface fan, he he got a, a, oh, yeah, a new album. He my mama, my mama is already on it. She love Babyface, so she be. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm not. Yeah, he no just dropped his new album another day. Okay. Is yeah. it nice? Oh yeah, Girls Night Out and uh, what's it? Yeah, like thir- thirteen tracks and okay. every every feature uh, is a, is a woman. <laughs> oh, and uh, he not bothered. not not all the songs are him singing on them. Oh, okay, it's like okay, okay. some of them are, he just produced it. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> or okay, he wrote okay. it. Okay, he did both. Okay, yeah, so like some of the songs he actually. Features, but like every single song is, okay. is a feature with a That's female. Good. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, he got uh, Ari Lennox, Kalani, LMA, oh, yeah, I like Queen Naja, yep. Tink, Baby Tape, Money Long, Seven okay. Streeter, Dochi. Okay. Oh, yeah, he got he got a deep catalog on there. Yeah, so I was so, like, yeah. it's definitely been fine. I was like, this I'm gonna have baby to face out. still okay. out here. Okay, like, baby face. Yeah, I was like, he out here still dropping heat and everything. So I was like, yeah, 60 years old, right? <laughs> I was like, and still killing it. Facts, facts. I was like, especially because I was thinking like. Oh, he gonna be singing on all, all these, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, oh no, he's not singing that. Some of them he he just produced yeah, it just or he wrote it. it. Okay, that's dope. So, so I was like, yeah, check it out. Yeah, my definitely. mama a big Babyface fan though, so I'm a, I'm gonna tell everybody, make sure she know too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so um, 
I probably already know the answer to this. So, you know, when you're getting ready, you know, go out for a night of fun, you know. Uh, okay. who, who's, uh, like, one of the first, like, one or two artists that you you just like, hey, this first. I, I figured probably Lil Baby was probably yeah, one of them. Yeah, Lil Baby <laughs> one of them. And like I said earlier, BFG Strap, yeah. the artist that just passed away from Dallas, he's mm-hmm. been somebody that, like, if I'm about to go out, I'm, I'm up in the BFG Strap song. So, uh, him right now. Um, but Moneybag, yo, Finesse Two Times, that just got uh, out yeah, of jail. Yeah, Finesse Two Times, yeah. I, I like those couple times. It's crazy. A lot of people didn't know about Finesse before he got out of jail. Like, I've been listening to Finesse kind of, when he dropped going straight in the first time before he went to prison, like, I was, I was listening to him kind of around that time. And I always would just listen to Freestyles You know On Instagram From the cell mm-hmm. And just the stuff That I seen on YouTube So when he got out I was watching his Instagram So I knew he was About to get out mm-hmm. But everybody still wasn't Like they never really Knew who he was Until um, he made That first song mm-hmm. And like it just Went crazy So you know I'm, I'm glad to see him You know Getting some recognition Cause he been hard Like And with him And Moneybag You know They been Could have been Making some money together So I'm glad to see That they got Their little situation Handled as well Cause you know Of course Black Kings We all need to eat together So we mm-hmm. make a lot more money you know together than we do divided so yeah I'm all for that but finesse two times for sure one of the top ones right now too yeah because uh yeah i saw that one freestyle that like everybody was like watching of like him, right. him in the sun i'm like yeah i don't know yeah. who this dude is but that's two times and then because i saw uh, i watched uh money back yells then i saw the video mm-hmm. of him like signing i'm like yep. i'm like oh that's the dude that was in the cell because yeah, it was something that they had they were cool at first when finesse two times was first getting on before we went to jail mm-hmm. and then they happened to be like something happened and then they ended up not being cool so like it was a big deal with them actually coming together and being okay. back friends again so that's why everybody was kind of like hype about it so yeah, that was good to see though, cause they they gonna make a lot of money together coming up pretty soon, cause Finesse is on fire right now. So yeah, it was like I I heard um, the joint he got with the baby. I, I mm-hmm. like that one, and that was yeah. a, a cool little funny video yeah, too. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, I just saw he did a, a new joint with Gucci, um, mm-hmm. Gucci, Gucci Flow. Yeah. Yep, yep. So I was like, okay, my man getting some some, yeah. ni- some nice he going looks. Straight to it, straight to it. Literally, as soon as he came home, he was just right on it. So. That's, that's good to hear though But he's one of my top My top artists right now too Oh yeah So um, Anything else you want to let, let the folks know To promote any Anything you want to let the folks know uh, I would just say You know Stay tuned to my uh, My Instagram If you don't follow me um, At underscore The Dylan Miles 5 Underscore on Instagram My business page is At bet on yourself Underscore clothing uh, We'll be dropping A fall collection Coming soon So be on the lookout For that Be on the lookout For hoodies for homeless In either November Or December uh, Be ready to donate You know Sponsor a homeless person's hoodie uh, They go through a lot On a daily basis You know Especially when it gets cold Or they don't have any shelter And stuff mm-hmm. like that So the least we could do uh, We provide them with hoodies And toiletries as well Just some snacks too so two brushes two pays uh, stuff like that something that they could use on a day in day out basis so just be on the lookout for that um, look out for the UTD Alphas uh, Shout out to the Almighty Tazal Chapter About Five Fraternity Incorporated We'll be doing a lot of great events for the rest of the semester And next semester so I'm heavily in tune with that uh, Look out for Musgrove Agency um, Next up let's see what else am I involved in <laughs> Hmm and I might be dropping another EP soon, maybe. I might be coming with some more music soon. I'm about to get back in the studio and get back working. So okay. I know I uh what month we in? What is this? October. October. Yeah, October. October. I'll probably have something drop. Probably an EP. Probably by like January, February. So okay. yeah, I'm gonna start back getting on some stuff. I just talked to my producer in Houston yesterday, so he said he was gonna send me some beats. So I'm gonna lock in for y'all. So but other than that, um, you know, just keep God in your life, you know, keep the right people around you. Uh, stay motivated Stay blessed Stay healthy Health as well Make sure y'all go work out uh, Stuff like that So 
Um, it was a you know pleasure to get to talk to you. You know, I appreciate you having me on here today, Frat. Appreciate you, bro. my brother. We yeah. went through a lot together, man. I'm yeah. glad we on the other side. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it feels good. You know, you got a great thing going here. So you know, keep going, bro. You know, you, it, bro. I heard you say I inspire you in some ways. You inspire me in some ways too. So appreciate I appreciate it. everything for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, I appreciate you again, bro. Um, this has been another episode of Music Impulse. It's your boy Smiles. Yes, sir. I'm here with my man Dylan. Yes, sir. and we out. Hey.